Today on the Scott Radley Show on 900 CHML. As I say, Fridays we do a whole lot of things on this show. We talk about a whole lot of stuff from the past week and go through a whole lot of the news stories and things that you didn't even hear about. And as I say, one of my favorites to come in and do this. We don't get to do it often because um, she's busy. Although you see her every morning on CHCH when you're watching Morning Live, her name is Annette Hom. How are you? I'm doing well. Happy How are New you? Year. Thanks for Happy doing New this. Happy New Year to you. Thank you. Yeah, it's been a long time. Well, too long, but again, you're, you know, I understand you're a little busy. You're you know, busy you got some too. stuff. Well, <laughs> we're all a little bit busy. Not as busy. I, did you, you go to Florida with some regularity. I yes. know that's one of your. Yeah. Did you see, and I wasn't even going to talk about this today, but driving in, I heard, did you hear what happened, this story out of Miami yesterday or the day before? No. This is, this is something that I, I did not ever think that we would ever talk about on this show. Okay. So have you ever been down to Miami, down near where the cruise port is? Yes. Yeah. There's a place, it's an outdoor mall called the Bayside Marketplace. And it's a lovely, like, again, it's all outdoors because it's Miami, but it's right on the harbor. So on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day, I can't remember, there were 70 or 80 police cruisers all racing there. Because there was a report, so the report goes, that there were some teenagers who were fighting. But people are saying, wait a second, why are there 60 or 70 cruisers responding to a bunch of teenagers fighting that led to four arrests? That doesn't make sense. Well, now reports are emerging. This is a tweet. Now, take it for what it is. Reports are emerging. It wasn't kids fighting that led to dozens of cop cars outside a Miami mall. Some witnesses are reporting eight to 10 foot tall shadow beings were being shot at by people while with others fleeing. These, there are people, there are reports out of Miami of alien creatures taking over the Bayside marketplace. And I thought, okay, this is not. It's Florida. This is, that's right. The Florida man. (laughs) I was like, all right. And I thought, okay, there's going to be one person online talking about this. And there are tweet after tweet after tweet, zoomed in camera shots of the alleged creature, one of them walking around. And I'm like, all right, 2024 is off to a bang up start when the first big news story out of Florida is eight to 10 foot giant alien creatures taking over the mall. Shadow creatures. Shadow creatures. Yes. Yeah, this is, uh, I am desperately hoping that, I mean, here's the thing. Everybody on planet earth now hold, has a cell phone on them at all times that has a camera. It'd Some be shadowy figures. Well, maybe yeah. they didn't, yeah, maybe they didn't show up. Maybe they were special aliens that they, they disappear. They're like vampires with a mirror. You don't see them or something, but I am desperately hoping that we get some, something, something, something. Because this is, this could be the greatest story of, of all time. I thought, yeah, it's Florida. And why were they at that mall? Well, they have great deals on New Year's. Yeah. I mean, if you're like, (laughs) if you're coming all the way from planet, you know, you want to make sure you get, (laughs) you get the weather's nice, you know, you're near where the fireworks could be. Oh, the cruise ships. (laughs) The cruise ships are there. I know they used to have, what's that store where it's all the, uh, uh, oh, what's it called? All the cool gadgets and things that, uh, they have them in, in the States. Would you say Ben? No, it's not. It's not like it's like show, but it's really cool stuff. And maybe you, you know, you want they want the eight to ten foot aliens want to try out the massage chairs, you know, that are down there. Who knows what um, what it might be? But yeah, so you never you haven't you've not 
I have not heard of this. Monday on Morning Live. And we'll talk about it. you got to find the video <laughs> of the shadow creatures, the 8 to 10 foot shadow. Googling yeah. it now. <laughs> now, what, what was not brought up in this is that the Bayside Marketplace is only about 100 meters away from where the Miami Heat played. Maybe it's just a few members of the Heat who were wearing dark clothes. and Casting you know, shade. And they were seven foot tall guys and they got missing, you know, and someone <laughs> said, who are they? And there was a lot of drunkenness on New Year's Eve. And, but yes, it's, uh, it's the greatest story of the new year already on New Year's Eve. And that is very quickly looking it up <laughs> online right now, as is probably everybody else listening, going on, they're going, wait, shadow creatures? Rumors. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, yes, rumors at this point. And, and, you know, I don't, I, it, oh, it hang on. Oh, you found something? From the Daily Mail. Yes, okay. Eerie footage shows 10-foot-tall alien temperatures. Well, 8 to 10, now yes. Getting, okay, that is really... Yeah, mm. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. This is... Um, it is... It is. You know, this is part of the funny thing, though, about this kind of stuff. You wonder, okay, how do stories like this or conspiracy theories about the government being behind 9-11 or all these other things, how do they happen? And it's... it's I think part of it, a large part of it is when you don't come clean with a lot of stuff, like there's, it does seem odd that 60 police cruisers would show up for a bunch of teenagers fighting. And okay, if you si- so this story does say that there were teenagers fighting. That's why they got there originally. Uh, what appears to be a large gray figure seen walking close to an entrance. See there. Uh, I don't know, but these photos well, show and- nothing. And, and, and again, the, you know, the amazing thing to me is again, with, with all the technology we have, the fact that we can get crystal clear 4k images off the surface of yes, Mars now, right. <laughs> but yet if it's at the Bayside marketplace, the James Webb telescope. Yeah, yeah, the Hubble <laughs> telescope and that we can get these crystal clear images, but you get a person breaking into a convenience store or you get a shadowy creature or, or a Sasquatch and we can't get a clear shot of them. Oh, well, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Someone or some store. How many, how many surveillance cameras must there have been? Or even because it's a port area, right? There's surveillance everywhere. Everywhere. I just, I, I want to see, I want to see something. And I, you know, I'm not actually suggesting by the way that I believe that there were eight to 10 foot shadowy creatures. I just love the story. (laughs) I just love that this is the story that they are dealing with in Miami now right off the bat, that this is Florida's first story of the year. Real, their first <laughs> news, sto- news, quote, quote, news story of the year is the shadow creatures. And that helped me out with this because I, it, it, I guess it's almost impossible not to make this sound like it's a political thing. I don't know that it is a political story. I, I it's don't. It's more of a common sense story. I don't understand how this prime minister who has been in trouble time and again for vacations, whether it was Aga Khan or whether it was Tofino on uh, uh, Truth and Reconciliation Day, or how does he not recognize people are going to bristle at the idea that he was given a $9,300 a night place from a supporter of him and his family and his government, $84,000 vacation when everyone is hurting and that there's not a conflict of interest, there's no ethics. They ha- ha- and that somebody finds out about it. They're going to find out. Yeah. They always find out. He, sh- he of all people, should know they're going to... The Queen, going to see the Queen with a $6,000 yeah. suite. The, like, it's a... He's either not really intelligent 
about the idea of, oh, this maybe is not working for me or he doesn't care. I don't see what the third option is. Yeah. It's almost like you'd expect, like if I did something like that and, you know, there had been past problems, I would be like, here is my receipt. Mm-hmm. Here's here's what I'm paying to go away. Well, I don't know. At CHCH, I know I was saying to Scott Thompson before we came on here, I know at The Spectator, we yeah. have very we strict have rules, rules yeah. about what you can accept. Yeah. I think most companies, especially companies where there is a possibility of a perception of a quid pro quo. If someone were to hand you a new car, somebody watching is going to go, well, she's going to say something nice then yeah. about that. Yes. And so there's a, how do you not give, how do you not accept an $84,000 vacation and have people think, well, that person just bought access. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I, and how can you possibly say, no, that's not the case. That person didn't do this for nothing. Right? I don't think. I, I wouldn't think so either. So how do, so, I mean, so do we just have to conclude that whether he'll say this or not, that he doesn't care what we think? I wonder if he will make a statement about it because he, he, he does this and he apologizes, but then he does it again. And I don't, I don't have, and I'm assuming you're the same. I have zero objection to the prime minister taking a vacation. Oh, no, needs a vacation. Of course. Yeah. I, 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 zero. I, I, every prime minister is entitled to vacation time. Mm-hmm. Although we do have a prime ministerial vacation home uh, that he could go to. And, and this is a large country that you could go to. But even, I don't even object if he, if he wants to go down to Jamaica that's fine. And I don't object that he goes on the government plane because he's the prime minister yeah. of the country. Yeah. I just don't understand how it is that the person cannot pay his own way. Because originally that's what they said, that he was going to pay for this. Yes. Because he was taking the whole family with him. Ah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm baffled by. And, and you'd wonder, like, if, if I were the person who had that vacation spot and I'm giving it to him, I would be oh, this is going to come out somehow. It's going to look bad. Yeah. Well, you, it has, uh, as I say, it has again and again and again, even if you didn't think it would. We've now reached the point, I think, that every time the prime minister leaves this country. It's like, where's he going and who's paying for it? Right? This is now a pattern. So the first thing that every reporter covering the prime minister is going to be doing is saying, where is he going? What's the cost? Who pays? Mm-hmm. Who's the behind it? Blah, blah, blah. And so I, I, I think it's crazy that the prime minister doesn't clearly, has either a blind spot or doesn't care, but also that his office would give a wrong answer at the beginning, thinking that either they blew it, but you shouldn't be blowing it on this one because it's been a million times, yeah. or they tried to mislead and you know you're going to get caught. Now, do we know who these who this family friend is who... Uh, like had the property. He, he, it was, yes, it's a friend. It's someone who they've known from even back when his father was prime minister, I guess. Like it's someone who's been connected to the family for a while, but uh, like, is there no, I don't know. I, I, again, to me, it just, there are ethics things here that it seems impossible to me that you could not have, that, that the people in this country and people in wherever could not say, ah, that doesn't, that doesn't, doesn't pass smell the right. smell test, right? It doesn't pass the smell. That This is not, I'm giving you a $500 a night 
All right. And I mean, again, which I, now is cheap. A thousand dollars a yes. night. All right. Yeah. For a prime minister. And I don't know what the number, I don't know what the cutoff number is that would be an acceptable number. I don't know what that is, but 90, what did I say? $9,400 a night, 9,600, $9,300 a night seems a lot. It does seem a lot. I don't know. It, this is, um, do you, do you wonder if there is anybody who is able to speak to him? Do you wonder if he has people around him who are... Or are the people around him not allowing access to others? I wonder... It, Meaning what? Like, are the people in the PMO, PMO office so strong and protective of him that it's just like he's insulated? Yes, but they, they also, yeah. but surely one of them mm. would be able, that's what I'm saying. Is there someone there who would give him honest answers or is it just a, yeah, just carry on. It's all fun. It'll be fine. Yeah. I, I And you know, the amazing part about, to me about this too is he is aware of the polls. He has talked about the polls. Like, oh, they don't matter. But he's aware of the polling numbers. It, this would seem like the time to be extra cautious yes, about something yes. like this and not look like you're the imperious king while the rest of his people are back home struggling with finances mm-hmm. that you are going to live at this $84,000 vacation. You know that the first day back in the House of Commons, this is going to be the yes. first thing Pierre yeah. Polyev is going to point to. You're out of touch. You don't know what the common person is going through. Blah, blah. And what possible answer could he possibly give to that? There isn't one. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just, I do not understand. I, I do not understand how a person who has, whether you love him or you dislike him, has shown that he has political instincts because he's won two elections, three elect, three elections. He, he has political instincts. I don't understand how sometimes they just seem to vanish so completely. And in this case, it, it what would ha- again, what would happen if you returned from a vacation and we won't even go 84,000 because that's like bonker yeah, time. Yeah. But if you return from vacation and said, oh, Annette, where were you? Oh, I was on vacation in Turks and Caicos. Oh yeah. Where'd you stay? Well, a friend gave me their compound. Oh, how much was that? Well, it was a $20,000 place. Somebody would call you into the office and go, who is this? And do we have any connection on the show here? And they're never going to come on when you're hosting you know, yeah, but I'm, that would be different because I'm not a, it, it could be a family friend of mine, but I'm not in a public position where I'm responsible for anything. That's true. But if that person, but that person, if they ever were going to be a guest on the show, oh, yeah, they would say, that. okay, yes. you're not interviewing yeah. them then. Yes. And if they had a child who was applying for a job at some point, you would never be able to say, oh, by the way, give, uh, can we give Johnny a a little, like there would be things that would preclude you. And I just, when you're the prime minister, anything this person does now, it's going to be, you would think the questions will be raised. Yeah. But based on this, I don't know. It, I'm not sure that he. In the family friend thing, it's it's like, well, it was the family friend thing with the Aga Khan, right? Although that was deemed to be wrong. Yes. Uh, and that's the, that's a whole other thing is this, this, new ethics commissioner that Trudeau appointed that says this is fine. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I would love to know. Under what guidelines? What the, yeah, what the, what the ethics commissioner is looking at to say, we've got no problem with this. 
it just the whole thing just seems so I don't know tone deaf and I, I hate to keep using that word because it's a cliche I get it but it is just tone deaf especially now and, and he can't come back to the House of Commons and say wow what a great vacation I had <laughs> but well he he might he's probably going to because he's going to be questioned on this yeah. and it's go- and and even but you can't with good conscience talk about oh I'm so relaxed it was no you can't do a that spot yeah. can't do that but and and even when he's not questioned on this we should have a bet right now of how many times in the next, well, in the first week or month of sitting in the House of Commons, yeah. it's referred to by comments by other parties. It's just, it's it's so oblivious to reality that I just, I can't, I, I don't know, I can't understand it. And yet, according to the Wall Street Journal, not only can it be, it should be. The Wall Street Journal has a piece uh, from, what's the day? Today's the fifth. From today, in today's paper, Go ahead, leave the Christmas tree up, decor turns year-round. And the whole piece here is that the Christmas tree is now a year-round... Thing to decorate. And so you can take down the Christmas baubles, but then you put up Valentine's Day, and then you take that down and put up St. Patrick's Day, and take that down and put up Easter, and take that down and put up Victoria Day or Canada Day. And the, the, But the Christmas tree, you get a real tree, and I guess keep it watered or growing. Oh, you'd have to have an artificial tree for you'd that. You'd have to have artificial, or you'd have to have it planted in something that it would, you know, somehow, I mean, I don't know. But yeah, probably. But that you should have decorations around your house year round. What do you think? Should have or, yeah. Well, they're, they're saying, go ahead, leave it up. It decor turns year round. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I love having the tree, but ours is still up. But as soon as we take it down, it's like, oh, Look at all this room we've got yes. back. It's it, To us, yeah, when you put up the decorations, it feels cozy because mm-hmm. it's closed things in a bit. Yes. There's lots of stuff. But yeah. It's, and the lights come on and yeah. it's pretty. And yeah. But I just, I, I don't know if I, okay, there's a couple things here. Um, I don't know that I want to have a tree decorated all year. But secondly, we have probably, we don't have exorbitant. We're not, we're not a Hallmark Christmas movie house. Right when you when you watch one of those Hallmark Christmas movies and there is literally not a square inch of home that doesn't have a decoration. Yes, we're yes. not that. We're not that either. But it's on the still inside. no. But it's still <laughs> we still have three maybe four bins of stuff that yeah. go up. If I now that takes a lot of space in the basement, and that's just Christmas. If I so have to do that for got... Valentine's, Easter, Canada Day, Boxing Day, I don't know. You decorate for Boxing Day, but you know New Year's, uh, Labor Day. Um, I don't know where I'm going to put all this stuff. I don't know where the idea is. I kind of, I'm not liking this idea. Not so much. No. Not so much. You say you have inside, but how much outside do you have on your Oh, we have a, oh, you've never heard of Daniel's light display? No, tell me. Oh, Clark. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Is that right? Oh, (laughs) our house looks like Christmas threw up. (laughs) (laughs) But it's beautiful. If you're listening, Daniel, and I'm sure he is. (laughs) See, we have lights on our house, um, technically. We have one of those things that I plant, I plug into the grass and it's got the prism thing oh, okay. that okay. beams, yeah. lights, nice multiple try. lights onto That's the house. Nice so try. I can say yeah. we have lights, yeah. it's a light and it takes, it makes decorating and undecorating very okay. easy outside. We may try to undecorate the outside of the house this week. I don't know if we can. Okay. What is the cutoff date? What is the, what is the acceptable Forget indoors. Indoors, you can do whatever you want because you're yeah. the only one looking. The acceptable cutoff date for outdoor Christmas decorations is? 
I don't know, because tomorrow is Orthodox Christmas. And we were we walked around one night this week, and it was so nice to see everybody's lights still on outside. Yeah. I, I'm thinking maybe end of January. See, I was thinking the exact same thing. I don't have an objection to it. I mean... Because you can have outdoor lights that aren't necessarily Christmas lights, right? Uh, sure. Yeah. Sure. Uh, and... and uh, yeah, the end of January seems fine. I mean, yeah, maybe a little late, I suppose, but no one's going to be too... But it it's, still brightens things up in the neighborhood. It's when the snow is beginning to melt and you're thinking spring and the person still has snow, their... Snow, what's that? Uh, well, we uh, yeah, too. But, and it's the twinkling icicle lights in particular that you look and you go, okay, these are supposed to look like they are actual icicles. <laughs> and now you're not just fooling anyone. And it's just, yeah, I'm... Uh, uh, I never have that problem because we don't do a whole lot of, in fact, our, the reason we now do, at least for me, and I don't even know if my wife and family know this, but the reason I do the one giant thing that I do is because we have a bent eaves trough near the front of the house from when I was used to do the lights along the eaves troughs and almost fell on the ladder oh. and grabbed the eaves trough not to go and pulled it partway off the wall. And bent it. And I was like, yeah. I, I just, don't blame you for just putting I just up the don't, light. Yeah. My favorite thing from the last, from this year was the person, I think Ben and I may have done it on Ben's story of the day one night. The guy who, uh, the police came by the house because they had created the person to look like Clark Griswold. Oh, that's right. Hanging off yes. the eaves trough. And it was very realistic. And it was motorized. So his legs were swinging. Swinging. <laughs> and police came to rescue this poor person who for hours had been hanging from the eaves trough. <laughs> And it was just a mannequin, but no, I'm very, I'm impressed to hear that Daniel does, does that. I mean, maybe have you ever, when they, when CHCH goes around and does the videos of the, the lights from the city, has his ever been selected as one of the. I don't, I don't know because I don't, I don't want people to know like well, they where we live, have, right? They wouldn't have to say this yeah. is your I, house. I, I don't know if, I don't think so, but they should. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, uh. I mean, I wish I had the desire to really, do, I mean, we watch Christmas Vacation. Does that count? Yeah. And watch that sure. scene. I, I live vicariously through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. The yeah. drum roll. The drum roll, yes. And where the uh, the mother is a little, 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 little. She, she can't roll her tongue. Yes. There's, we could do a whole recitation of Christmas I pledge vacation. allegiance. <laughs> Grace, she died 20 years ago. <laughs> Shall we continue? Um, no, it is. Um, th but back to the idea of this thing about keeping decorations or decorating your house. I, do you decorate your house inside for any other holiday? Um, for If we're having people over for Easter dinner, yes. Only because I've got a collection of eggs. So okay. I just, like, I'll put them on yeah. the table kind okay, of thing. Okay, but it's not really, I mean, it's yeah, decorating, okay. but. And we don't really, we don't really, we don't, no. And we don't have kids, so. And Canada Day, maybe you put up a flag yeah. somewhere, maybe, or you yeah. wear a red shirt. I mean, I, it, We don't even put out pumpkins for Halloween, so. Um. Yeah, I would say, yeah, Halloween. I forgot about Halloween. Halloween is the one. I don't know how that's happened. I don't know how Halloween has now become Exploded. Christmas yeah. part two or the or the pre-Christmas where that is one everybody decorates for now. Of, of all the vacations, of all the holidays, not vacations, of all the holidays, 
Why Hall- Why has Halloween become the one? Well, and, and so much stuff is available now that wasn't a few years ago. We were, my wife and I were down for a concert in early October in Rochester. Just drove down for the day. Oh, in the States, they do Halloween big. And we went to this mall and they had, so imagine Lime Ridge and, you know, they have like Sears and what's the other one now? I can't even remember. Sears and Eaton's? Maybe not. Anyway. Oh, JCPenney? JCPenney. So at the, like the end, the giant. Oh, is JCPenney even open anymore? I see. Mm, okay. uh, but what the giant store at the end of the mall, like the anchor. Okay. The big store. That was a Halloween store at this Rochester mall. It was, and it was like, what do you do? The rest, surely no one's shopping here on November the 1st. Are you trucking all this stuff out of here? Do you just bring this in for, but it's unbelievable. But Well, all those Halloween stores open here too. Yeah, but not like that. This no. was, this was. Bonkers, but I'm just, I'm looking at this, the Wall Street Journal thing and thinking, okay, is this. That's a lot of work. Is this, so <laughs> is this Hallmark cards, like Hallmark <laughs> cards has basically created most of these things. Mother's Day has been created by the card manufacturers to sell cards and Father's Day and Grandparents' Day and Daughter's Day and Son's Day. And the and, Hallmark movies. Oh. But yeah, <laughs> is, is this just another, okay, now we've, you know, sort of used up all, we've sold all the Christmas stuff we can possibly sell. So now we got to have people decorate their house for all these other things. Do you think there's an ornament lobby? The, the big ornament. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> big ornament. not big pharma. Yeah, not pharma, big pharma. It's big ornament. Big orna. Yeah. <laughs> Big Orna is behind all this. <laughs> I think maybe you're onto something. <laughs> the <There> are... <laughs> tinsel conglomerate. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. There are people, really rich guys, who are looking to grow their business, <laughs> meeting in secret to try and push other days. Arbor Day Ar- is, is now. <laughs> we got to do something about Arbor Day. It's being left behind. <laughs> oh, we'll pawn we'll it out. Big arm, big, uh, big Orna. Lynette, we were talking earlier this week on the show uh, there is this new issue that people are having seemingly with people taking photos in gyms. When people yeah. are working out, yeah. people are bringing cameras into the gym and people are complaining that, you know, people were being creepy and staring at me and stuff. All right. If you are, the, not you, if, if someone is there and they are dressed in just gym shorts and a t-shirt and doing their thing and someone is staring at them, yeah, that's creepy and yeah. But there are a lot of people who, and I hate to say, but almost exclusively women who have posted on social media in the last while saying, yeah, this person was staring at me and you look at what they're wearing. And look, I, I, I know that this is getting into a dicey air. We're not going, we're not taking the step to say, well, they deserve then. Like some people say, well, you wore that, you deserve to be sexually assaulted. No, no, that's, that's so far jumping the shark. We're so not, wrong. It's so yes. wrong and it's so far beyond what we're talking about. But if you were at the gym and you're working out and there was a woman wearing inappropriate or very skimpy, would you notice her? Yeah. Would I take a picture of her? No, no, not necessarily. But, but I look at this and I go, I think there's a, there's gotta be a line somewhere that, yeah, you know what? We can't be staring at people, but we also have to be dressing in a way that is appropriate. No. Or is there no appropriate Yeah. Like dress? I could see if you're working out at home, wear whatever you want. Sure. Right. And that. Wear and nothing that's if you want at home. Yeah, I don't yeah, care. Yeah. Yeah. But is there, is there a line that is inappropriate? You showed me some photos that were inappropriate. Well, they're Thanks from social, no, but they're yes, from social media. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But there were some social yeah. media things that, and these people were, 
you might not wear this to a beach. Exactly. Yes. And you're bending over and you're doing squats or you're doing lifts, deadlifts. Or, yeah. Yeah, I could see. See, we used to have a rule. I Since since COVID, I've been working out at home now. Mm-hmm. So it's just my cats that see me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not and too very, sexy for my yeah, cats. Yeah. <laughs> but we had a rule at the gym that I went to, which was a women's only gym, that you could have your phone with you for music or you could have your phone with you to do your workouts off, but no photos. And I really liked that rule. No photos. I don't have a problem with that at all. And that's what we were talking about. And there are some people who are trying to, you know, do TikTok videos or something showing and come on. Because there's a lot of gym shaming too, right? Well, of Of people like, you know, not being blatant that they're, you know, it's like, oh, look what she's doing on the, or look what he's doing on the treadmill. I, and look, there are some hilarious videos online of people doing absurd things with equipment. Yes. Where they're doing it so wrong that it's, I mean, but there's a difference between that and someone who's doing a slightly wrong technique or who's slightly overweight or who's whatever. And that's the gym shaming. I think, look, if you do something so absurd that everyone in the gym is going to be laughing, uh, I don't even have a problem at that point (laughs) taking a picture, (laughs) you know. I like the no, the no photos in, in gyms. I also, so my next thing though with this is, and I agree with that, should gyms also have dress codes? Because well, I think you would have to put the dress code in place before you could enforce it. Okay. So does that mean then if you're at a co-ed gym that guys can't take their shirts off? That's okay. Fair question. I, I mean, I, 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 I'm agnostic on that one either way. If you tell me I can't take my shirt off, I mean, I don't take my shirt off at the gym anyway, so I don't care. But there's other people who are there to be seen, yes, right, as yes. well as, as to do their yes. work. Yes, And so if we say, and here's where this gets interesting, if we say and we acknowledge there are some guys who love to be seen at the gym, yeah, is it then somehow inappropriate to say there are also some women oh, who love are. to be seen yeah. at the gym? Yeah. But if you say that, sometimes people go, oh, well, you're just being, you're being sexist. I have I, seen more guys who want to be seen at a gym than women. I see. I, I just think that if you open a gym or you even at the beginning of the year or beginning of the month, you say, look, here's our dress code. And I don't know that we have to be Amish, you know, with the dress code. But I also think that, you know, to say your butt cheeks will be covered. Right. So we're not going to be wearing a thong in the gym. Yeah. I, I don't think that's an exorbitantly no, ridiculous thing to yeah. demand. And, you know, you could and we can I mean, we don't have to go into everything. But if you just had a very basic thing. I, I think it would get rid of most of the problems. And then if someone is still staring at you, you can then go up to them and go, you know, because if someone, male or female, and you and I were talking off the air, and let's be, if a guy was wearing the the tightest skin tight spandex with nothing underneath it. Yeah, no, thank you. Male or female, you probably... Notice you're just, you're in the gym, you're running on the treadmill, you've got nothing but time. You're bored. It's yeah, like, you've got nothing oh, but time. You're now looking I can't around. look over there. Yeah, but you're looking around <laughs> at whatever. You're, it's not that you're being pervy, you're going to notice. And it's like, well, now that I've seen it, now if he happens to see, catch my eye when <laughs> yeah, I, that one no, second. I can't unsee it. No, but if he, if <laughs> yes. he happens to catch my eye, that one second that I was looking at him, now it's like, well, you were staring at me. And it's like, yeah, I wasn't, but. 
Or is it a, you were staring well, at me? <laughs> Maybe that's it. That, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it seems that we complicate things. And yeah. we don't, and this does not have to be complicated. Yeah. We make a clear... Like, r- why not just put your phone down and work out? That, that's part of it. Yeah. But we, how many stores have you seen in your life that have a sign on the door that says, no shirt, no shoes, no service? Yeah. How could you, how did, why do gyms not follow the same rule? Because it would get rid of, I think it would get rid of a lot of these problems. And I, and I, again, I'm not talking about being Amish. I'm not saying women can't wear yoga pants or guys can't wear workout shirt. Like just, but the, the, the ones that you see every once in a while, Mm -hmm. it's like, uh, I don't know that. I mean, I'll tell you But even the stuff that they sell, like even, uh, like women's sportswear now, I'm, I'm like, I don't know if I'd be comfortable working, even working out in that, let alone having somebody see me in that. Yeah. It's, uh, I'll tell you one, one of the things that I now get great pleasure at the gym with, and this is not in a creepy way. Be I careful just, here. No, no. It's, <laughs> th- there are a lot of high school kids, primarily younger kids who are built like I was in high school. Mm-hmm. You know, I was six foot four and like 175 pounds. I was a pencil. And they will do some workout for like, do like five bench presses and then get up and turn to the mirror and like flex (laughs) themselves. And I find that so joyful to see (laughs) such lunacy that you, you are, you are six feet tall. You've just sprouted. You've had this like growth spurt. (laughs) You've got literally no muscle on your body and you're checking for the definition of your triceps. And I find that just, that I just, giggle when I see this. It gives me another five minutes worth of joy. Just On the to, treadmill. <laughs> just to see how ludicrous it is. It's not anything weird or it's just funny. It's, I find like the funny, I, there's so many funny things that happen at gyms that again, you're, it's not good technique or good etiquette to be hilariously laughing at their face, but yeah. under your breath, it's like, that's hilarious. Speaking of good techniques, I had a, I, I was at a hotel gym and I was doing planks. This was a few years ago. And I had some muscle gym rat come up to me and said, because I had a, a YWCA shirt on. I don't know what they're teaching you at the YWCA, but that's not how you do a push-up. And I'm like, I'm not doing a push-up. I'm doing a plank. <laughs> yeah, I'm so I'm like, I'm like, come here and, and join me. And he couldn't do it. Yep. <laughs> yep. And, so I, and then the next day when I saw him in the gym, he just kind of avoided me. He wasn't going to teach me how to do things anymore. I have seen, now I, I am, and we got to run, I am no physical fitness expert. There are certain things that you can see, even as an average person, you're doing that wrong. There's no chance, unless that person looks like they are about to be crushed by a dumbbell. That un- you're going to say anything. I am not going near them. Just do your thing. The experts <laughs> will come over and help you. I am not going to teach you the proper technique for a squat or a bench or a puller. Because you know what? I don't really know. And if you, and there are a million people who are watching that would tell. But anyway, I, I'll tell you what though. I will not be wearing cut off shorts. I'm not wearing my Daisy Dukes to the gym. <laughs> With and the, the gym thinks you. Yeah, with the pockets <laughs> hanging out below hanging the... Hanging outside, yeah. yes. Yeah, and everyone at the gym does thank me. You're absolutely right. You're listening to the Scott Radley Show podcast on 900 CHML. Annette, I, uh, you every morning when you're on CHCH Morning Live, because this is what people on TV do, you get dressed up to look presentable and look nice and, you know, not a tux, but... You know, you, you dress nicely. 
many Thank people you. many people do when they go to work. But he, the CEO of the company that makes Crocs, you know, the rubber yep. sandals, he was quoted in Fortune magazine saying his business is absolutely booming these days. They cannot make enough Crocs to sell all the Crocs. And the reason is people do not want to dress smartly anymore. They just want to throw on a T-shirt, their fat pants, and the Crocs, and away they go. Do you believe that? I do believe it. You think so? Uh, yeah. If you, if people had their choice at work to show up in shorts to be comfortable and uh, a T-shirt... Well, because I I see it because if, if we... If on-air people come in for a shift and you know you're not going to be on-air, say you're producing or something like that, what do we do? We dress more comfortably. Yeah. Not wearing Crocs, but Well, I mean, comfortable. back in the day, I do recall, now he's been off the air for a little while now, but I remember Ken Welsh used to wear... Oh, he wore shorts. Shirt and tie. Yes. And below the desk, you and would shorts. have shorts. Yeah. And maybe, I don't know what, what was on under, the, like sandals or sh- running shoes or whatever. But yeah, I mean, I... I think there are people who still like dressing, yeah, like nicely. But times have changed so much. Like you, you look at at photos from. Uh, there's a great. Is it Vintage Hamilton? There's a great uh, Facebook page that shows. You know, like it. It shows people dressed up. Yeah. To go downtown shopping. Yeah. Like fully dressed up, in in clothes that we would never wear even to work anymore. And it, it's yes. just, I think the times have kind of changed. There are some amazing, speaking of old photos, you can find those old photos of Maple Leaf or like Hawk NHL games. Yes. But with the flashbulb where, you know, all these yeah. amazing pieces of photography and you look in the audience and every single person He's has a tie up. on. And um, we have one weirdly in our bathroom on the main floor. Don't know why it's in our bathroom. We found it. But my grandfather back, it was... Uh, next year will be a hundred years. He was an optometrist Mm -hmm. and there was an optometrist convention in Toronto. It's one of these very horizontal wide pictures of all the optometrists there sitting at a... Is it a wide eye photo? And every one of them, tie, jacket, coat, fedora, like there was a, there was an expectation of you leave the house, you dress up. Yeah. You look presentable. Now you're right. I, I don't, I don't know. I see a lot of pajama pants at Fortino's. And Walmart. Yeah. Yeah. Every, <laughs> uh, I'm not singling out for Tino's, but. <laughs> when, yeah, you know, that's a good one. When did it become acceptable to leave the house in your pajamas? I think after the, um, after the pandemic, especially, right? Because we all got comfy, cozy. Okay. And... You're looking at me. I'm wearing jeans and a hey, shirt-ish I'm, I'm of things. Hey, I'm wearing Okay, I am not a shirt and tie everyday guy. My dad was. My dad wore a tie every mm-hmm. day of his life. Uh, I am not that. I could not leave the house in my pajamas. There is a certain yeah. level yes. of I just can't do it. I'm even at the point. I, I even have a hard time with like just sweatpants. And I don't know why, but there's a certain level. Okay, at least put on a pair of jeans. At least look you like you were supposed to be leaving. You weren't chased out of your house by a fire. <laughs> by fire. Right? I mean, that, that's... And do you have a pair of Crocs? I don't. They, I, I've kind of always thought that size 13 Crocs would look ridiculous. Oh, okay. Look like canoes. Um, th- th- but I don't. And also, I... Especially in the summer when you would wear them, we're getting way into, like... St- my feet sweat in the summertime, and I just feel like walking on sweaty rubber yeah, would be unpleasant. Be yeah. It would be an unpleasant sensation. But no, I do not own a pair of Crocs, but... Again, I just, I, I know people who love still 
getting dressed up. When we go out a few times a year, go on a trip or something and there's a, a dinner, I, I enjoy throwing on a suit. Mm-hmm. Not every day, but I do every once in a while. I like doing it, going to a wedding or something. Sure, yeah. it's nice to get. Yeah, it's nice dressed up. But I don't, but there's, excuse me, it seems to me there is a line that I still think like, you, okay, so you're, yeah, you say you're casual today. You got a vest on and a shirt, but it's not, you didn't come in here looking like you had just finished stomping grapes and, you know, we're like, or coming right from the gym as we were talking about or something like there's a level of still civility and what's the word I'm looking for here that like we still, I think most people still expect that you're going to look like you've at least made yeah. Some acknowledgement that you're in Have public. Have you not been to a university or college campus so lately? Y- y- well, yeah. And you, you, I, I, do I consider that though part of public? I mean, that's almost like its own little ecosystem. Oh. Maybe. Oh, maybe. Maybe. But yes, you're right. You're right. That's, that is, again, I want to go back to this pajamas thing for a sec. Cause I don't know when, I mean, you said you, when that happened, but who was the first person who said, I think it's fine to just go out and. You know what? I'm going out. Yeah. I'm just, I'm not even, I'm, I'm in my pajamas. I was in bed. Forget the hair. Do you think it was like, it was like, oh, I almost missed garbage day. So I'm going to run out to the end of the driveway. Okay, I've done that. And then it's like, oh, okay. So you have gone out. I've done that. Well, <laughs> I, true confessions time. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, there have been probably twice that I have forgotten the garbage and at two in the morning when I remember, I look down the street, nobody's out there. So it's out to the corner in the boxer shorts <laughs> because like, who's going to, it's, even if they see me, I'm like the, the shadow creatures in Miami. <laughs> it's pitch black. No one's going to get a clear shot of me in their phone camera. And who's going to take a picture anyway? I how much the, uh, you know, the garbage collectors, I wonder what kind of stuff they see because they must see like people, people running, running out of the blue out, bins. Yeah. And garbage. they've just, yeah, no, no, I've, I've, uh, there have been a couple times and, and there was once when I, I, when I can't remember what it was, there was a water issue with dra- drain. Anyway, there was okay. a storm or something and I had to run outside and again, middle of the night. Okay. And, but I think I've probably only out the front of the house been out there. <laughs> but it's that safety thing. Well, I made it to the end of the driveway. How far more could I go? I could did, I get in my car? <laughs> I did think though, both times, I recall very clearly both times thinking, what do I say if the neighbor <laughs> happens to pull into the driveway <laughs> and I'm out here in my boxers now? Do you just play it like, hey, how are you? Well, or, I can't tell you how many times, because there's a path near our house, how many times I've you know, I've just finished working out in, in my, in the basement and it's like, ah, oh, okay, it's, it's garbage day. I'm going to take everything out. And I look a mess and that's when, Hey, yeah. are you on TV? And it's like, oh! yeah. <laughs> yeah, not right now. I'm not. Yes. And let's keep it that way. <laughs> uh, we just had a caller say that the pajama pant thing became okay and acceptable when Michael Jackson wore them to court. It's an interesting theory. I think Michael Jackson at that point may oh, have been. I forgot about that. But didn't he have on a fancy jacket? Yes, I think he did. Like he had, he, he had gotten halfway there and then got distracted or something. And then the bailiffs came to pick him up and he never got to finish. I don't know. I don't oh. know what the, I don't know if, you know, or if that was a signal or, you know, who knows what was going on. I don't know. But no, the, um, yeah, the, uh, the pajama uh, going back to Croc CEO saying that people don't want to dress smartly anymore. You know, there's an awful lot of businesses that are saying, I really hope that's not the case. 
lot of clothing so stores. Many, well, yeah, but so many businesses went business casual many years ago. But even business casual. Now, now I think business casual kind of some days looks dressed up. <laughs> Could you, okay, you said that people who are not on the air would come to the station sometimes dressed down into more casual yeah. stuff. Even with that, what happens if Tim Boland walks in one morning and he says, and he's in his pajamas still? You would look at that guy like, yeah. did you fall? Did you yeah. hit your head? Are you okay? Are you okay? Yeah, are you all right? Like yeah. there, there is a, my point is I still think there is a line that most reasonable people still say there is an expectation that you're at least going to get to here. Yes. And pajamas are not at that line. And I just can't, I just can't. If the day ever comes that I show up at work here or anywhere else wearing my pajamas, <laughs> people should be concerned. Somebody should take you aside. Somebody should, well, should check if, if, you know, somebody spiked my coffee. Something okay. Or if I <laughs> fell or something, because that just seems. And check the footwear. Oh, it's okay. He's not wearing Crocs. He well, meant this. He yeah, meant to do this. Oh, if I'm ever wearing Crocs, uh, that'll be a sign too. And nothing <laughs> against the Croc people. I'm sure they are lovely people who make great footwear, but, um. I have fake Crocs. I don't even have the real thing. <laughs> and they're they're like kind of like furry lined. They are massively comfortable. Fur lined Crocs. Well, they're like, um, it's like a sheepskin kind of thing. They're like Ugg Crocs. Well, not even that. Yeah. And they're certainly. Yeah, Krugs. Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a name brand that's never going to work. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say a few other things for <laughs> fake Crocs. And I realized almost yeah, anything I that. say yeah, let's not is going to get us in trouble. We were never going to get through a whole show with Annette Hom, the queen of Disney. If you have anything to know about Disney, this is the person to talk to. She or Daniel, her husband, they are the queen and king of Disney around here. Last year, as uh, you, I'm sure, know, uh, a lot of people know, Disney did not have a great year at the movie. At the movies. Their parks, I don't know how their parks did, but the movies, uh, the Marvels, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, Haunted Mansion, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, Little Mermaid, all among films that badly underperformed. So, at the box office. At the box office. But did you see, okay, the only one I saw was the Haunted Mansion and I loved it. Did you? Yeah. See, I saw Indiana Jones and I didn't dislike it. It wasn't as good as the first one, but nothing is going to be yeah. as good as the first one. And it wasn't as good as the... Third one with Sean Connery, um, The yeah. Last Crusade. But, you know, anyway. Uh, the point is, Disney announced this week that they, which who own, Disney owns the Star Wars mm-hmm. franchise. Yep. Uh, if you go down to Disney World, they have a whole, Dis- at, that, uh, MG, at the studios, they Disney Studios, they have this whole Star Wars land, which is very, very cool. Um, they have a new movie coming out. They have chosen a new director, first woman to direct one of the Star Wars movies. That's fine. That's good. Uh, But people have dug up quotes of hers where she talks about how she likes making men uncomfortable in her movies and how she likes to put people off and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I'm thinking if I'm Disney and not even if I'm Disney, just in general, it seems as though I think a lot of people these days just want to go to a movie to be entertained and don't necessarily want it to have to mean something or have a political statement or have a philosophical bent or just entertain. If you entertain us, we're all happy and we're all fine. I don't understand. But it's entertainment from what point of view? Well, I mean, 
I'm not a Star Wars person. I'm not either. But I don't know that women who watched this first, when George Lucas was directing Star Wars, were upset with it. I don't know that men were upset with it. They were entertained by Mm -hmm. it. Whatever his point of view was, he seemed to satisfy a whole heck of a lot of people because there's millions of Star Wars fans. I just, I I look at this and I think if you're Disney and you've had such a bad year and there's all these comments and worries about where you're going politically and battling with the governor of Florida and why would you not just say, we are going to try and remove excise politics from our movies as much as possible and just put out entertainment? I don't get it. I'm kind of looking forward to this movie though. And, And I don't, I... There are a whole bunch of Star Wars movies that I haven't seen, but this one follows Ray. Okay. Specifically. I don't know. I mean, like I, as I say, I'm not a Star Wars person. I know nothing about this. I probably won't see it, but that's not because of her. I haven't seen the last five Star Wars movies. So it's not a, and I don't have any problem with a woman directing it. If a woman directs it and she makes a great Star Wars movie, fantastic. I mean, um, I've seen tons of movies directed by women that I... The, the, yeah, the, the, and, and I, I don't I don't watch a movie thinking, oh, I wonder if this was directed by a man or by a woman. They often will talk about it, especially if it's successful, because yeah. like The Hurt Locker when it came out. Was, yes, yeah. And fantastic movie, tons of awards, and they said, oh, you know, first Academy Awards by a female director. Great, fine, fantastic. But even then, I don't remember The Hurt Locker. I mean, it had politi- it's, it's a war movie, mm-hmm. so it, there's going to be naturally, I just... I, I, am I'm, I'm puzzled by why Hollywood is so intent on infusing politics that is so divisive into everything. Just make it entertaining so we can step away for two hours from life and not be fighting about everything. And everybody in the country wants to see it, not just this side or not just this side. Yeah. Although sometimes I, I go to movies because not because necessarily I want to be entertained. Sometimes I really like watching movies that really make me think. But there are those, or, m- yeah. And or, there are or, movies or, designed for that. Or look at it, look at an issue a different way. And there are plenty of movies whose purpose is that. Mm-hmm. And I don't have a problem with that either. Yeah. I mean, whether it's on the left or the right, there are plenty of movies that have, that are all about politics. I don't think Star Wars is a political movie. I don't think that it just seems... But she hasn't said that... So th- this is... She was talking about one of her, her docs that she got, um, that she won an Oscar for. Uh, it was about acid attacks against women in Pakistan. So she hasn't said that she's going to make a Star Wars film. No, she has not. That makes men feel uncomfortable. She has not. No, no, she has not. It's, it's just people are kind of extracting something she said about a past movie that she did and and we will see. I mean, look, we had um, Disney had a real situation on its hands this year. It, the movie hasn't even been released yet with the new live action Snow White movie, mm-hmm. where the actress came out and did a bunch of interviews and said a bunch of frankly pretty stupid stuff. If you're trying to build a broad audience, yeah, I don't know that you want to discourage millions of people from being interested because you've told them now you hated the original. I mean it. The original Snow White, there's no Disney World, there's no Walt Disney Corporation without that first Snow White movie. Yeah, because all the money from that movie helped to pay for the parks. Right. Yeah. So to turn around and say, yeah, that's outdated and boring and old and stupid and what did she say, that he was creepy, the prince was creepy for 
stalking her and all that. Even if you think that. A lot of fairy tales, when you really look at it, are creepy. <laughs> although the, if you go back to the original Grimm fairy tales yeah. before Walt Disney softened them, they're yes. really dark. Really, really. They are really yes. dark. But again, I think if you are just trying to entertain, and again, not with a movie about politics per se, mm-hmm. but leave the... I've always thought, you know, the reason, one of the reasons that the Academy Awards, for example, why the numbers for the award shows have gone down so much in recent years is not that people don't, are not interested in celebrities anymore. It's that half of the U.S. knows that when they turn this on, they're going to be bashed by the so-called Hollywood elites. So why do I want to watch? But that, that's celebra- happened since the 60s, though. Not there's always been kind of like a cause, almost every single uh, Oscar night, there's been a cause that, remember every, you know, it, it started out with the red ribbons. And, and then Marlon Brando with not coming up. Yes, you know, yes. And, but Billy Crystal, when you would watch it, it was never political. It was entertaining when he would yeah. host the Academy Awards. It skewered a few things, but. But it was gentle. And it was not to the point where people would feel like, I think, where people, uh, many people would go, okay, they, they don't really want me watching this because I'm the bad guy here. Mm. But it's become, these shows become exceeding, and I'm not even talking about the people who win. People have come up and given acceptance or winning speeches or whatever with their political views. You yes. Don't, you don't plan that. You don't know who's going to win to, you don't know what they're going to say. It's the stuff that is built into the furniture of the show that I just don't know why Hollywood wants half the audience not to want to watch to begin with. That's what I don't get. That's what, and, and we'll see. You're absolutely right that the this director of this new Star Wars movie, she may come out and make a movie that we look at and we go, that was amazing. Yeah. There was no Paul. I, I, for two hours, two and a half hours, I sat there and it was just a great ride through the Star Wars universe and I feel like, you know, it wasn't, Anything other than a great movie. That would be fantastic. Yeah. That would be fantastic. And I, I, I hope that that's what, I hope there's more of that stuff. Oh, I, and I'm very encouraged that there is going to be a movie that really focuses on Ray. Because when we're in the parks and you, you see, you know, you see a lot of kids dressed up as things. And it, it's so, like, it's so encouraging to me to see little girls who are dressed as Ray and mm-hmm. not necessarily as princesses. Right. Yeah. Well, it, it, look, I, I think that it's great that there is a woman director. You are going to have a different take. view of this and yeah. a different take. And uh, again, as long as it's a great movie, I don't care if it was a woman, a man, a person of a different nationality, race, language, whatever. It's. Did you make a great movie? Great. That's fantastic. Let's see it. Let's see it. Exactly right. And if it's not, well, let's not say, let's not make excuses for, again, man, woman, doesn't matter. If it's a, if it's a guy who makes a terrible movie, you made a terrible movie. If it's a woman who made a terrible movie, you made a terrible movie. It, 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 this is one of the remaining, I think one of the remaining meritocracies that people will go to the movie if it's good. Yes. If you do a good job, people will respond and they will go and see the movie. You can't force them to go. It is because they want to see it because they've heard great things or because they've seen it before. It is a place where people, if you do a good job. You're going to vote with your money. Period. End of story. You will be a success. I love that. I love that we still have some of those 
somewhere. I've got a text here. We're talking about clothing and people getting dressed up. Uh, Stewie writes in, have you been to a funeral lately? I was appalled by what some people showed up wearing. Respect. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you, Stewie, that uh, there are certain Yeah, places. and you said you, you and your wife had gone to a wedding. We've been at a wedding. And, yeah. you know, people were, they weren't dressed like bums, but it was not dressy. Yeah. You know, a pair of pants and a golf shirt. I mean, it wasn't, it's not a bad thing. It's just not. It's a change. It's a change. So uh, you probably saw this. In fact, I know you did because I mentioned this off the top and uh, you made the comment immediately about it. So Tim Hortons is bringing back the Dutchie, the blueberry fritter, the cinnamon sugar twist, and the walnut crunch donut. Is this going to. Classics. Is this going to move the needle for you at Tim Hortons? See, I like the sugar twist, not the cinnamon sugar twist. That's the one I was hoping that they would bring Do back. they not still have that? I don't know if they do. See, I think, uh, uh, look, Tim Hortons does not need my advice. Um, but I think they'd be, there'd be a lot of people if you reverted to kind of old school, have all the original stuff. And mm-hmm. you, there's so many things on the menu now. Go back to the stuff that made Just you. Just the donuts. Well, they're not going to do that. But uh, I mean, but have those donuts on there, the ones that made you the favorite for people. Because, you know, there's, uh, I don't know. What's I, your favorite? Well, I mean, I, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm a standby apple fritter unless, except for the chocolate glazed, like the chocolate dip, pardon me. Okay. But, but only if it's so fresh that it's like malleable oh, shiny. And, and, and squishy. The yeah, donut is, so, yeah, okay. you go in there at the end of the day and the donut has gotten a little firm and a little stale. It's like, no. Nah. And you bite into it and yeah, the chocolate flakes nah, off. No, no, no. But uh, I'm a maple, a maple dip. There's a lot. Here's the thing. There's a lot of places in Hamilton now that Tim Hortons has fallen behind. Hate to say yeah. it, Tim's. But grandfathers, granddads, granddads oh, and that's where I get my sugar twists. Donut Monster, and uh, here's another one that I don't know if people even know about this. Fortinos, up in Anc- uh, in Ancaster, up on Wilson Street by yeah. the Walmart, they have donuts up there. Oh man, is this, that why you're at the gym? Is why I'm at the gym. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> why I'm at the gym. That's exactly why I'm at the gym. I, I, you know what? I, it's, uh, and I read, I think you guys had it on the air the other day. I read that Krispy Kreme is moving to town. Yes. They're building a, uh, my daughter's getting married in March. Part of the reason I'm going to the gym is to try and not look like a slug when I get there. But in your Crocs. (laughs) <laughs> it's good that that wedding is going to be over on March because by the time that I'm, it's, I'm going to be helpless. Krispy Kreme, when they get built, uh, there will yeah, be. It's in April that they're opening. So you're okay. There's going to be okay. a giant magnet that drags my car to their drive-through every day. And, and it's, 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 I'm sorry, it's pastry crack. Uh, are you a See, Krispy? it isn't for me. Oh. I don't, I don't like it. Man, years ago when. Jim Balsillie was buying the Pittsburgh Penguins and going to move them to Hamilton. This is a long time mm-hmm. ago now. He was having a press conference at the Pittsburgh Penguins game on a Saturday night to announce that, now it didn't actually happen, but, and so work said, can you get down there? So I jumped in my car on Saturday morning and headed for Pittsburgh and got to Erie, Pennsylvania. And there is in the middle of Erie, there's a Krispy Kreme. Yeah. And, and the a, light was flashing hot. 
And I bought a dozen, and I think within an hour they were gone. And I was riding the wave. You eat like three of them, and you have got the sugar buzz. And then all of a sudden, 10 minutes later, you are in barely keeping your eyes open. So I better have another one or two. It was like a meth addict. I, ha- I couldn't wait for the next hit. That's, um, that's unfortunately what it's going to be like. I am going to be Captain Rotundo by this time next year if that thing gets open and it is accessible. <laughs> I am hopeless when helpless when it comes to those. But um, So are these are these four that they're bringing back, back to Tim Hortons? Yes. Are they only for the 60th anniversary or are they coming back all uh, together? Well, it, won't this be like, it is for their 60th anniversary, but I would think that depending how anything, right? Depending how it sells, it will... If it's great, they'll. Why would they not keep it yeah, around? Why would you not keep it? I mean, it's kind of like the um, the McRib. Every oh, few years, oh. the McRib or the McLobster. Yeah. The, 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 see, I'm not. A, I don't mind. See, we're talking all food now because we're starving. I don't mind <laughs> the McRib. The McLobster. There, there are certain foods that McDonald's, you know, bless them, but there are certain foods they should not be getting into. And we learned that pizza was not one of them. Yes. Remember years oh, ago that when was they. Awful. And at one point they had spaghetti, they had McDonald's spaghetti years and years and years ago. You get like a box of spaghetti. I don't remember that. And that was a long time ago. That would be ago tough now. to make for as fast as they want you served. Yeah. But, um, but the McRibs, I mean, if you bring it back every once in a while, it's like, okay, it's, it's um, like the shamrock shake. Mm, yeah. Yeah. No, I, you know what? We should, uh, we should open the, we're asking people to text in about their answers to the quiz question, but what is the... What is the food item? Can be McDonald's, can be Tim's, can be whatever. What's the temporary or occasional food item that exists out there that uh, that you would that you wait for? I'm trying to think if there's other ones, but no, it's I I, I mean Tim's is now it's still very Hamilton. I mean, there's no question mm-hmm. that it is still yeah. Hamilton, but it's got competition now from some yeah. of these other places. It really does. Well, and so many of the other fast food restaurants have breakfast foods right now. And, and so they've got to compete with that. They've got to compete with the all day long market. Yeah, it's, uh, but we'll see. I, I mean, I will, I, I will, I can guarantee you that I will, especially when they show the picture, you know, the picture that they post here, it's a standard, uh, like, what do you call it? A, a studio shot of a duchy. Yeah. These don't even look like donuts. These these look like... Oh, I've seen it. These look like <laughs> cushions. <laughs> cushions of sugar, sugary goodness. Cushions of pastry and sugar and raisins <laughs> that are on your couch that you're going to rest your buttocks on. And they look gigantic. Oh, and that's another thing. That's another Yeah, how thing. big are they going to be? And how much are they going to be? I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's it's... Wouldn't it be cool if they brought back retro pricing from 60 years retro ago? Retro pricing and retro sizing. Yeah. Right? When Tim Horton opened this thing and Ron Joyce, I can assure you that the donuts were larger than they are now. But the coffee cups were so much smaller. Were they? Oh, yeah. If, if, you, if you think back to what a traditional china cup or a porcelain cup uh-huh. was, at, they were so small. Yes, it's it, well. That's true because we've just supersized everything. Now. And I am always amazed by people who walk out of either Tim's or Starbucks with one of the either the Trenta or the like at Starbucks or the Tim Hortons largest one. It's like, how does your bladder distend far yeah. enough? And to how many abs- times to do you have to that? nuke that 
to, to keep it oh, so hot. So you're thinking about the drinking. I'm yeah. just thinking, how many times do you have to pee? <laughs> I, that is so much liquid to put into your body. No human body. There are you elephants. You need the donuts to soak it up. <laughs> Camels couldn't absorb that much fluid before they would have to go, oh, man, i got to stop here. Uh, you know, I know i got two well, humps where do to you fill. stop? You stop at another Tim Hortons and you pick up another one. Isn't that true, though? <laughs> they, they, they're designed to just give you enough to make sure you get yep. to the next Tim's. i got to stop for a pee and I better get a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> There's smart people there. Uh, listen, folks, thanks for being here. Annette, thank you so much for thank doing this. Thank you for asking. Always me. love having you. We'll get uh, we'll get Annette back here at some point when her schedule permits, but we always take advantage when we can because you're fantastic. Thanks for thank doing you. this. We will be back Monday at 6. Uh, before then, though, be listening to Rick Zamperin at 5.30 in the morning and tune in to CHCH Morning Live to see the mystery shadow aliens. <laughs> and Tim. <laughs> Could be the same person. We don't know. We'll see. (laughs) Where was Tim last week? Hmm. In Miami? Hmm. Hmm. Talk to you soon. Have a great weekend. The Scott Radley Show. Weekday evenings from 6 to 8 on 900 CHML. The Scott Radley Show podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Scott Radley. Thanks again for listening, and do not forget to subscribe to this podcast. It is free. You will never miss an episode. And also, be sure you rate us and review us. Whatever you think of us, we'll take it. Thanks for listening.